Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 187. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Paul Young, author of The Shack, and you're listening to Cliff and Stephanie and Family from the Heart. Oh yeah, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to another Such episode. A long time. <laughs> another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This is that crazy podcast that gets produced every week. That is all about the lives of the crazy family known as the Ravenscrafts. It is. We do all kinds of wild and crazy things, like record two podcasts one day from each other about the same sh- uh, on the same show. Anyway. Right. We just re- we just recorded yesterday, not live, uh, to give kind of our Thanksgiving rundown, which was an interesting episode, I might say. Uh, what What do you mean interesting? Well, just the whole thread of you thinking about how you could possibly uh, kill me and get away with it. Oh, that that yeah. just got a little crazy there, babe. I'm keeping it real. <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. A uh, fun episode we recorded yesterday, and of course, we're recording this one live in front of our totally awesome, amazing internet audience known as the GSPN.TV community. Just want to say hello to all of you out there, and uh, we'll keep an eye on the chat room as we go along. And of course, we are recording this on Thursday, December 1st, and 2011. December said hello with quite a bit of frost this morning. I saw that the ice, the the so cold. Every blade of grass was a solid piece of ice. It was. It was awesome. I had to start the car before I took Megan to school uh-huh. because everything. Yeah, and all of the water patches that because we got a lot of rain. Yeah, and then it got really cold, and so there were frozen water patches all over. Nice on the drive to school. It was. Well, anyway, it is Fun it is stuff. Thursday as we're recording this, but Stephanie, I think because you're going to put out episode 186 today, today. Uh, mm-hmm. we're going to schedule this to be released this Saturday. So we recorded yes. this a couple of days ago from those of you who For are those. not here live. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> excuse me, I'm still dealing with a little bronchitis. Yep. Uh, and I apologize in advance for coughing in your ear during this episode. I will try to do my best to move my face away <sighs> from the microphone. What? Nothing. Okay. And uh, also, I just want to say. How dare you call it in our December. ear. It's the final month of this year. And, and God's providence this year has been out of this world. We declared this to, to be the year of providence at yes. the beginning. Uh, and not not that God's providence isn't always there all the time. But the fact but that is, we were taking note. We were, ta- we were focusing our mind, energy, and our trust in his providence. And uh, it's amazing because uh, November for our business, I was projecting that, you know, probably the business was only going to bring in um, one fourth of what normally, normally comes in, what normally comes in. Right. And uh, we just wrapped and up. And God laughed at you and God said, I'm in control. Remember? Exactly. <laughs> and, and it, and it was actually right at, it was right at where it always is. Absolutely. And there's, there's very little to explain how that all happened, except for the fact, I mean, I, I mean, we track it all to where the money's right, coming right. from and, and, uh, the black Friday through cyber Monday sale for my podcasting digital products was wow. Amazing. And, and what's amazing is I did not even remember that that was something that I was going to do. Speaking until, of, you haven't emailed me that list. Oh, I know it's sitting right over here. I know it's on my to-do list to mail you that list. 
Okay. <laughs> it is. I think. Or maybe it's not. Maybe that's why it's not over there. I don't think that's made it to the list yet. <laughs> I don't know how your list helps you get anything done. Oh, d- let me tell you, my list. <laughs> I don't. Not, I, my list helps me get so many things done. It's okay. unbelievable. All right. I was telling. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. Well, let's just put it this way. You, My, my list um, is all about putting things on that are urgent, you know, or not urgent, but important but not always urgent and and it's and it's about putting as much on there as you can that and and then prioritizing it. But um I was telling Eric before we hit record on social media serenity today that the new way that I organize my list uh and prioritize things I've gotten more done in the last 2 weeks than I normally would produce in 2 months as far as like important stuff anyway. Okay. All right. I I get tons of it. I get tons of urgent stuff. And when I say urgent stuff it's you know, email here, you know, it's all oh, Cliff. I need this right away. E- Cliff, can you send me this immediately? Hey, I hate to bother you, but I have to have this by tomorrow. You know, all of those emails, those are urgent and they're important to those people. <coughs> but when it comes to the overall, the overall design of, of what our goals are for this business, for our, for my personal life and health and fitness and all this other stuff, you know, everybody's other, everybody else's important stuff that is urgent to me um, gets ahead of my important stuff that's not urgent and um, give you a perfect example of this. The um, Thanksgiving, uh, the Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale was one of those things that was very important. And as far as how urgent was it, I didn't, I didn't really know what would happen if I did another sale. I did a sale last year, right? So I had no idea what would happen if, if I did that sale. And so I, I did it. And I started to see a lot of orders flying mm-hmm. in, right? A lot mm-hmm. of orders flying in. And uh, that was kind of nice. But then when it came to Monday was the final day of the sale. And it was on my to-do list to to write an, uh, one final email saying, hey, you know, this this is the last opportunity to take advantage of the sale. And that email was on my to-do list. But it was, it was further down the list and it was right below my or it was right above my man- mastermind group uh, meeting that I have mm-hmm. with my with my mastermind group. And I got on the phone with them because I, I did that before because that one had a time on it. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I didn't get that chance to do this. And I'm wondering if it's too late. They said, dude, you need to send that email as soon as we're done here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'm like, okay. And I tell, I asked him, you know, why did I thought it was important? Do you think it's going to... He says, what, he says, the statistics show that whatever your sales are, when you have a four-day sale, whatever sales you have for the three days, you take all of that, add up those sales, and it is statistically proven that if you send one final email just before, you know, the final day of the sale, whatever, after that you send that email, whatever sales you make afterwards will double what you brought in during the three days prior. Right. And it was true. Yes. So send yes, it, it so, so that, and here's the thing, I I did spend time on Monday at the end of the day sending out that one more very high priority mm-hmm. item on my to-do list and it generated another three thousand dollars in sales right uh, or three thousand dollars in income to the business so that just gives you an idea now the thing is is monday i i finished working that day with a a ton of stuff in my email inbox that i didn't even touch and guess what they're all every a, a majority of my email inbox it was all very urgent things mm-hmm. And when I and they were urgent to me to respond to, and they were important 
to the people who emailed me that I respond to them urgently. But what I'm learning is that I have to kind of focus this. Now, the thing is, is I did do an email autoresponder saying that, I, I, you know, if you send me an email, it's going to take me one to two business days to get back to you. So, there, I, you know, I had some built in things to, mm-hmm. to set some expectations for people. But this is the kind of things that I'm talking about. You know, normally I would just run from one person's urgent issue to another. And the thing is, is I get I get 40 to 100 plus emails a day of people who really would love it if I would respond immediately to their every concern that they have. And what I'm learning is that I can't do that and be effective and grow this business the way that that I'm supposed to. Right. So um, living with margin and I love my list. So good. That thing will eventually get on my list for you to do. But it's not. The thing is, it's is, not urgent. It's not urgent. And it's not really important. It's a Q3 task. Actually, it's a Q4 task. See, I think that it's important um, to know where our November is ending. Okay. Well, then it's a Q3 task. It's an important and not urgent task. Hmm. Okay. It's not urgent. We okay. have We have an idea. I mean. We have an idea. We have an idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're we're very cool. Yeah. What else? What else are we gonna talk about? We, oh, by the way, we have tons of feedback today, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So excited about that. I went. I processed thirty-two voicemail voicemail messages this morning. Very good. That is the awesome feedback from everybody in the community. So we're we've got one, two, three, four, five for this show here okay. today. Uh, but we wanted to start things off by talking about Wicked. We had told everybody that we would do our official review of Wicked in this episode. Yes. So Wicked is a musical, it is like a Broadway musical, if you will. And uh, you gave it, you told me, you you had um, described it as what? Uh, the story of what? The untold story of the Witches of Oz. Okay. The untold story of the Witches of Oz. So you got the Wicked Witch of the East mm-hmm. and the you West. Had West. And then you had the, you had Glinda, the Good Witch. Mm-hmm. Is she the Witch of the North? In the Wizard of Oz, yes. Okay. So anyway, um, basically, I had heard about Wicked. You know, you guys were talking about this. Like, I had never... Well, I, first of all, I'd never heard about it except for you guys talking about it. Right. And then <laughs> I said, well, what's this musical about? And you said, it's a story about witches. And I'm like, oh, come on. Seriously? Who, went, <laughs> who wants to go see a musical about witches? Who doesn't? I mean, well, the thing... And, and then I'm like, okay... Whatever. And then when you said, well, Megan would really like this for her birthday present. Then I said, okay, well, tell me more about this. And that's the first time that I heard. It, it may not have been the first time you said, okay. but it was the first, first time, time I heard. heard that it, the, it was about, it was a story about the witches from the the Wizard of Oz. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's going to have some kind of tie in right. to the Wizard of Oz. And even going into it though, I still thought that this is not going to be like tightly. I, th- I thought it was going to be like, oh, this must be um, this must be some kind of like they, they they took this premise, but it's going to tell a completely different story that really has nothing to do with the Wizard of Oz. But it's going to use those two witches as their main characters and blah, blah, blah. I was I was happily surprised. Yes, it was fantastic. When I first learned about uh, when I first started hearing about Wicked, I actually thought it was just The Wizard of Oz in play form. Right. You know, as a play, as a musical. Well, I mean, it's anyway. Are you following me? I am. 
and um and so then later started finding out more about that it it was you know the story of the witches and stuff but i had no idea that that was the story that they were going to tell right and so for everybody who has seen the wizard of oz you pretty much already know the entire story that right you know dorothy's house lands on the wicked, the wicked witch, witch of the east exactly mm-hmm. and 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 basically the entire story if you can imagine is being told to us from, from the pers- dorothy's perspective yes yes so it's it's from the per- perspective of dorothy and so that's that's how we've always known the story right and what i love about this musical is it it just reminds us that you sometimes need not to all s- stories are one-sided exactly not you sometimes Actually, there's no story is one-sided there sometimes you need to have a different perspective right to know what's really happening exactly and so all of my all, i would say all of my life <laughs> i've thought that one thing this is this yeah. this is who this witch is this is who this witch is and 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 really giving no thought and, and it's the other thing about how even in a in a fictional story how you can actually sometimes it's like well you know it, it's kind of like when people are out of sight out of mind mm-hmm. you forget that they're you know mm-hmm. that they're real people like people we work with um you know back when we you and i used to work at other places as employees you know we would work with people and we, and to us, it would be almost as though these people are like, you know, they, they're, they're characters in the play of a life about, of a story about us. Mm-hmm. And so therefore it's hard to realize that they have a life of their own, that they have, sometimes it's difficult to remember that they have hurts and fears and, and a past and hopes and dreams and, and, and things like that. You know, you're driving, da- same thing, you're driving down the highway you know, and, and the person cuts you off and you're like, you know, and you think that the only the only persons, you know, we forget that those people that are cutting us off in traffic that that make us want to curse and shout and, and road rage them off the road, uh, that those people have a whole story, a, a whole lifetime of story of their own. And it just it, it, it's it was a good it was a good musical just with the story. Right. To understand how wow this is this is even more in fact i could see an entire musical about the wizard yeah you know right to see everything from his, his perspective. perspective yeah and 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 you know what this you know what it really reminds me of what it reminds me of the twilight saga okay and how everything is from bella's point of view right and that stephanie myers being the brilliant author she is <laughs> well, some some would some you some would argue against that but i really some would yeah and some do uh very much so that's fine that's fine as well yeah but uh she started writing midnight sun which is a retelling of the book twilight from a different perspective from edward's perspective and well and she even did it in breaking dawn when she wrote from from jacob's perspective yes you know i and i i i fought against that when i first read the series but then after you close that part of the book and you're like, that make it makes sense yeah. that you see this part of these happenings from someone else's perspective. And so I loved, I loved Wicked. Yeah. I loved the story that they told and the music that they used to tell it. It was, 
It was fantastic. It was. And and here's the thing. I am not going to give you a spoiler at all. No. But I will tell you what I did not expect. And let me just tell you what I did expect going into this. Mm-hmm. I expected um, that it was going to be completely un- as unrelated as possible. Almost as though, you know, I was afraid that, you know, maybe they didn't have the, the rights to the story or something right. like that. So they couldn't really. Cl- so I didn't think it was going to be so tightly um, you know, tied to the Wizard of Oz. It is basically, if you don't watch the Wizard of Oz, you're missing out so much. Right. Because it is a close... Well, we saw it on Thursday night and then Friday, McKenna wanted to watch the Wizard of Oz. Yep. And yeah. And and then you, you come back and you're like, well, if, if they showed us this, how does that... And then in all the places where we say, well, that doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, but, but if it's it from does, Dorothy's perspective, exactly. we understand this. Of course this. it makes sense. I won't give you the spoilers of, of how this ends, but I will tell you that um, you'll be pleasantly surprised. You will. It is, it is an amazing And if you get the opportunity, the I highly suggest that you see Wicked. Yes. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to give um any spoilers away also, but there's one song that I was introduced to um quite a while ago. Actually the first time I heard it it was on Glee. Mm-hmm. I no longer watch Glee for other reasons. But um Defying Gravity. Glee's the first place that I heard that. Right. And then um and I fell in love with the lyrics straight away. Mm-hmm. And um and so I just I just want to to read the the first verse and chorus here if I can. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. That's you know, that's my mantra these days. I I, I almost didn't release it or well it's still not released. Yeah. But you're gonna be push publishing episode five eleven. Right. And I talk, I talk a little bit about, you know, I was out there. It's like, you know what? Following the, following the rules isn't going to get me where I believe I need to go right. in life. Right. And it's like, you know what? Forget the following the rules. So go ahead and okay. re- read that so, statement again. Um, I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Too late for second guessing. Too late, too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust my instincts. Yep. Close my eyes and leap. Yes. It's time to try defying gravity. I think I'll try defying gravity and you can't pull me down. I love that. I love it. I love it. it I'm is through awesome. accepting. I'm through accepting limits because someone says they're so. Some things I cannot change, but until I try, I'll never know. I love the lyrics of this song. Too long I've been afraid of losing love. I guess I've lost. Like when you're afraid to lose something and you never try, you've already lost, right. you know? And so I'm just, I'm in love with this song and I listen to it all the time. Um, it's awesome. B- because, I mean, the words are awesome. I had, the heard, words are incredible. I had heard Defying Gravity, you know, just in the background, you guys playing it all the time, blah, blah, blah. Which was I probably just, that Glee version. It was. That, yeah. And and I remember, hear, the, I remember hearing the chorus just Defying Gravity. I never heard the words. And... But watching the the play, it's like always. It's like wait, that song. I know that song, and to hear the words, and then to even hear it in the story. Can I just say just awesome. that that in the play, we're sitting there, at the, and so they're playing that song, and it is 
the ending of the song in in the it, it's just this huge build up and build and the play could have ended right there for me and I would have been completely happy. Right. Like I, I would have been fully satisfied feeling that we had, you know, spent our money well. Yeah. If it would have ended right there. Yep. And then we went <laughs> and it came back and it was, you know, it was good beyond what I could have expected, but it was fantastic. And then, um, the song, um, for good is it, it's, um, later on in the play mm-hmm. and, um, and it's talking about how people are are brought into our lives for a reason and we have something to learn and um because I've known you I've been changed for good. Oh yeah, I remember Which really that could song. be taken like two different ways. I've I've been changed for good or I've been changed for good. Yes. Are you catching the I two do. Di- Okay. Yeah. Anyway. And um anyway, for good and I like that. As long as you're mine and shall I go on? No, <laughs> what is this feeling? I loved, I loved it. Stephanie loved it. It, it you said it's your, it, your it's, it's your, my new favorite. It's your favorite Broadway yeah. musical ever. And um, and I would say I'm that gonna, it's in the top three for me. I'm gonna save, I'm gonna save my pennies and and see if I can't go when it comes to um Dayton in May. Okay. It, it'll be in Dayton, which is what like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. two hours from here, and um, it, it's gonna run there between May and June. And okay. I, I would love to go back. Yeah. Well, yep. I, I still say for me, Les Mis is my, is my number one music, Broadway musical. Number two for me is, is um, Phantom of the Opera. And number, mm-hmm. th- number three would be this one right here. I, I said this one just placed Les Mis for me. Yeah. It really did because I love the story of Les Mis Rob. I truly do. But I love the music. Of and Les the Miserable. music is fantastic. I'd say that's until Wicked that was the music I listened to the most. Mm-hmm. It really was. And um, when I'm in that kind of mood, but there is something about going and, and I laughed during wicked. I cried. I, I was, I don't know. I, I felt there was something that, that spoke to the relational side of me that I've never had with Les Mis. Right. And so, I mean, it was just a completely different You were touched experience. by the story of, I was. of rising above. About, I was. I was, I was truly moved. It was, and I think it's that a, that's, it's a story of people judging you from outward mm-hmm. for outward appearances and, and finding true friendship in mm-hmm. the true person inside. It, it, right. It's amazing. It's it really an amazing was. story. Um, Troy has here in the, um, in the chat room, the best line before the song, um, Defying gravity starts. The character speaks. Um, I don't want that. No, I can't want that anymore. And it's just something about, I don't know, something about changing your life. Yep. And it, it, it was great. It was a great was movie great. or a great musical. I loved it. It, it was amazing. And I do chattering. highly recommend if you can go see this musical you should yep you absolutely should uh it is it is well worth it and um it will make you think of of the wizard of oz in a completely different way it will totally turn it (laughs) it'll turn it upside down for you yeah i'm gonna see if i can take sarah for her birthday all right in may what do you think we'll see okay all right um what's next 
I don't know. I'm singing Defying Gravity in my head. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> All right. So let's turn to... I'll tell you what. You know what I've had on here forever? Anita's what? email. Okay. Can I read that? Absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's it been sitting in the two to read items forever. It has. Uh, Cliff so doesn't like reading. I don't like reading. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, yeah, I don't. Anyway, it says, guess who just got a Fitbit? I love it. And I can't believe how many calories are actually burned just going about my day. Uh, I do need to step it up and start running again. But uh, it's going to, let's, but it's just amazing to me how far I walk without trying. Uh, the Thanks for the recommendation. I will use it daily and for a long time because it's just so easy to use. It is. I I really enjoy my Fitbit and um and I agree with I I love just going about my day, cleaning the house, doing the laundry, running after the kids, whatever it is I'm doing and then get to the end of the day and be like I walked 12,000 steps today, you know, and and I didn't even try. I wasn't even I wasn't even trying. And um and so I, I, I love my Fitbit. So I'm, I'm glad that, that Anita is loving hers as well. Awesome. And you're still using your Fitbit every day, huh? Right? I don't have it on today. <laughs> but it had, to, it had to charge. I do I do have issue with the whole charging of it. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. Because yeah. you're supposed so to be wearing usually, it all the time, including when you sleep. When do you charge the thing? Exactly. Yeah. that That's a bummer. It is. It's, it's very difficult to, you know track the sleep and wear it all day and so i usually get one day a week where i'm not wearing it where it's charging this is crazy um i have this program that allows me to make uh shortened urls okay uh for my the website pretty link the pretty links mm-hmm. yeah and so um let's see here blog post about why and so i just created one uh for this blog post that I posted this morning. By the way, did you see that posted I this did. morning? Did you read it? I did. You read From America? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So uh, anyway, I, I wanted to talk about it here, but I also wanted to create a link to the mm-hmm. post. And so I did a, a shortened URL and it takes three totally random characters. It can be letters or numbers or a combination of both. And uh, it's going to be gspn.tv slash cry. C-R-Y, which is totally not appropriate. That's funny. But uh, anyway, if you want to go to gspn.tv slash cry, you can see the blog post that I have posted, which you don't really need to because I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, And occasionally, you know, we... we, Back at just... (laughs) I'm sorry. We made the decision back in January of this year to start giving away all of our content away for free. We did. And um, as a result of that, you know, we told people, I said, we would love it if you would consider, you know, continuing to support the content community of GSPN with a monthly contribution or a one-time contribution as often as you're able. But you, we recognize that, you know, not everybody will. And it doesn't matter. We're still, we still really feel led that our content Every episode of our podcasts should be out there for the world to consume for free. And so we made that decision and um, we still have a, a handful of people, a, 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 a nice group of people who are still monthly, mm-hmm. have a PayPal subscription. And of course, sometimes that will cancel either. Sometimes people do it because of finances are bad or whatever the case may be, or or they just want to you know, shift their t- energy to something else which is completely fine. And, but sometimes it happens just because maybe a credit card uh, expiration date has mm-hmm. has gone past or they changed something in their bank account or whatever the case may be. 
So whenever I get a notification from PayPal that says, you know, somebody's thing is canceled, I have a, I spent like two hours writing out like three or four paragraphs, you know, explaining why I'm writing. You know, was this something intentional? If so, please understand. We don't judge you. Right. We completely understand. But if, you know, a lot of times this is because of a bank change or this or that. So I I, I send this pre-written message and it even says this is a pre-written message. I just want you to know that this is pre-written. And Erica, uh, her is it Seagertson? 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 Anyway, Erica wrote back and I, and I asked her, I said, if, if I remove your name from, from this email, can I share this response uh, in a blog post? Can I share it with the community? And she goes, you don't even have to remove my name. Go ahead and share it. So this is what it says. <clears throat> it says, Cliff, I'm so sorry. My bank account info changed. Have reinstated my membership Love supporting you guys. You have your own line item on our cash budget worksheet. That's funny. Thanks to you and Stephanie talking about finances, budgeting, and Dave Ramsey, my fiance and I started FPU, which is Financial Peace mm-hmm. University, in September, and we are debt-free as of yesterday. Congratulations. That is awesome. I that is so cool. I mean, that that gives me chills on my arms because, you know, this and, and, you know, obviously I'm not too great at reading into details. It's like I can read this. But you know what jumps out at me? She says, my my fiance and I, that means she's getting ready to get married. Right. I, you like how I put those together? I did. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I thought you'd be proud Good of job. me. So so I, I recognized <laughs> from reading this that this is somebody who is getting ready to get married. And they're going into their marriage, starting out debt free. And to think that we had anything to do with that, that, ah, awesome. Awesome. It's amazing. It is amazing. And so I, I will enjoy debt free living. You will enjoy debt free living. And, and the thing is, is even debt free living, living, it's still sometimes is difficult. It's still hard. It is. Uh, but I am so never said life would be easy. No. But uh, Erica, I am so excited for you and your fiance, and like thank that. you so much for sharing that with me, and thank you for being an ongoing GSPN.TV compu- uh, con- contributor to uh, to the work that we're doing. I really appreciate it. All right, so are we ready to turn? T- what What are you reading? Why are you reading stuff on your phone while we're recording a podcast? Because you do. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I got an email. An email? From... One of Megan's teachers. Okay. And it just it just makes me laugh. Okay. Because there come more correspondence. Yeah. Comes from the middle school teachers. Yes. Than from McKenna's teacher. And she's in the first grade. Okay. These kids are 12 years old. Mm-hmm. They're 11 and 12. They're in the sixth grade. This is the email I just got from... Okay. The science teacher. Okay. Just a friendly reminder that there is a weekly flashback quiz tomorrow. Please make sure your child knows these questions. It's a great opportunity to help their grade. Also, permission slips and money for the field trip are due by December 13th. Nice. Okay. The the field trip. Which field trip? Megan's going on a field trip. Okay. To Omnimax. You know what? It, it, I, I get that. But in a way, I think it's good. And that, well, hold on. The, oh, I'm sorry. Go the, ahead. I'm, I'm not finished because here's the thing. Part of me is like, 
they're 11 and 12. Yeah. How long are the teachers going to hold their hand before, you know, they're going to get to a grade where a teacher's going to be like, you're on your own. Hey, I told you. I told you. That's all there is to it. And the other part of me is like, that's really good because these kids are so rushing with, you know, hormones and body changes and everything that's going on that I'm surprised they remember to leave the house with, you know, two shoes on their feet. Right. Had, so it, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, maybe it's time that you don't send an email for a flashback quiz, but maybe <laughs> for a test. I mean, and I get, I get, here's the thing. No, I get emails with the, we have a test on Friday. Attached to this email is a copy of, of their, is a copy of their study guide in case they lose it. Oh my God. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. My kid's in the sixth grade. If they lose their study guide, they lost their study guide. Yeah. I mean, period. <laughs> nobody sent my parents an email when I was in school. There was no backup help for me. But uh, on uh, seriously, on the other By hand. By golly, kids, I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to toys. So do you. And, but no, but I do think that it's a good thing just to kind of, you know, hold them accountable for a little while longer. And, and you know, they're, while we have a very mature sixth grader this year, yeah. Um, next year, Mm-hmm. When we have another sixth grader, we're going to need all of these reminders. Okay. Because he ain't going to tell us anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not. And anyway. Anyway. All right. I so, digress. Yeah. But um, yeah. So are, are you done with your checking done. your email now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Good. All right. Well, let's move over to our voicemail feedback hotline. And uh, the first message is from Karen. Hey guys, it's Karen. Listen, I just stopped my family from the hot about halfway through I, to tell I you to buy that house. I mean, $90,000, it can't even be found up here. An acre of land would cost you $90,000 up in Massachusetts. That sounds like a great price. Four acres of land, if push came to shove, you could always sell off an acre. You'd have it made. Studio in the back, what space you'd have. You'd have quick cliff. You'd have equipment all over the place. You'd have coaxial cable running up and down the walls across the ceiling. <laughs> it would be awesome, man. Go for it. I'm telling you, go for it. Don't be like me. Don't stay in the same house year after year after year. And then when your kids are gone, you've got this big old empty house you're just rolling around in. Take care. Love you guys. This is a, this is just some some commercial advice brought to you from your mom. Love you. <laughs> Bye. I love her. Oh, that's awesome. Um, more than that, I love that she's adopted us. That's awesome. Yes, indeed. We we love her as our as our she's our community mom. She's our community mom. She is. And um part of me agrees with her. You know, I I I totally get that when but but we sh- we talked about this we a, did. a little bit in the last episode and just to recap the issue is that that the A-frame house there has I don't know if what kind of mold it is but it's it is a very dark and very noticeable mold from the wi- just looking in the windows very bad mold all over every wall in the basement of the house um and it it, it answers my question as to why the realtor who took the photos of the didn't house. Didn't post photos of the basement. Didn't post photos of the basement and why they would have went in and actually shared the photos that they did t- share 
of the inside of the house. And it and it's like, why wouldn't they at least clean up this? And it's like, I wouldn't want to spend more than five minutes in that house. It, you, I think you'd probably get sick if you just walked in and breathed like any air right. in this house. So um, the thing is, is the house would absolutely be condemned and would need to be completely tore down. So not only would there be the cost of that, but there would also be the cost of of demolition and clearing out right. that house. And then there's rebuilding something, rebuilding new. something new. But then the idea is we wouldn't want to build our house back there. We would build the our, our studio back there, but th- we'd still want to build the house up front. And when all of that is said and done, then you look at the actual plot of land. It's not necessarily the best land because it's a hill going down to the creek and a hill back up. It really from is. The creek. It really is uphill both ways. It is really uphills both ways. And I know because I used to walk it in the snow carrying two babies. Yep. And uh, you know the just other little things. If if the if the A-frame house were livable and could be used as a studio and did not need to be demolished and rebuilt into something different, then yes, it'd be worth it for 90,000. But when I look when you look at the cost of 90,000 plus the demolition plus the rebuilding of this plus the building of the house and the fact that okay it would have been worth it if if we didn't have to go through all of that trouble we could live with the lay of the land but man i'll tell you what for the same amount of money i'd rather find four acres of land that has flat you know somewhat flatter land and 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 would be better suited for our purposes so uh it, it confirms to me why the heck that thing's been available for $90,000 for a couple months and right. nobody's bought it yet. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and the thing is, is my understanding is that it's on short sale. If it doesn't go through with the short sale, they'll foreclose. And my dad says you could probably pick it up for as little as 65000 And even that doesn't even sound appealing to me mm-hmm. because for 65000 you still have the cost of all that other stuff. And and the trouble. And again, it's it you know, it, it He doesn't want to. I just don't want to. Just just say it. He doesn't want to. I don't want to. But and I believe we're gonna find something. I, I, I do believe we're gonna find something. I believe that you believe that. I know that you don't Who's next? <laughs> I'm telling you, big things are happening, Stephanie. I I it's just not, I hear you. I just don't think it's that. I hear you. All right. And I agree with you. You do? I don't think that it's that. Okay. Awesome. But you don't think it's anything. Not right now. <laughs> but it will be. I'm telling you. I'm trying. All right. I'm I'm I I honestly no, I'm I'm trying I don't think you even understand how hard I'm trying. Yeah. I'm Well, we'll see. I, I if 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 those goals on that board happen, it, it it's happening. And, okay. And I believe that those goals on the board are gonna happen. I believe the goals on the board are gonna happen. Yeah. But I still keep them separate from what uh, it. it yeah, they're very much tied to our personal goals, babe. I'm telling you, I. What? Understand that. <laughs> but OK, fair enough. Moving along. Nancy called in about Sweet. the lemonade stand. Lemonade. Hello, this is Nancy from New Mexico, and this call is for family from the heart. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. I am one of your uh, quiet listeners here, kind of a, a lurker here to listen to your podcast, but I enjoy you guys so much. Keep up the great work. I was hoping that you would fill us in a little bit on what's happened with your kids and their lemonade stand. I remember... Um, 
Cliff being really excited about it. And then just a few days after he, he had talked about it, I heard on the news all that crazy hoo-ha about uh, kids having to have a food license and things like that. And I wondered if that had any effect uh, on the kids going forward with their lemonade stand or if it has moved forward. I'm excited to hear about the kids' entrepreneurial adventure. <laughs> so I hope you'll uh, give us an update with where things stand with it. All right. Take care. Keep up the great work, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. All right, Nancy. Uh, I will tell you this. The the actual lemonade stand itself, we bought a, a very nice lemonade stand that's made out of wood and, and is portable. It's got all the stickers and all that good stuff on it. It's out in the garage. Um, we bought a lemonade, like a professional lemonade reservoir mm-hmm. that you would normally see in a restaurant like uh, that, that they can put their lemonade in. Um, we got them a cash box, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, we already have the cash box. And we have a lemonade juice, uh, a lemon juicer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have everything that they need, but we never, but by the time we got all of it put together, and my schedule got to a place where it was it it was already past lemonade weather. So the thing is, though, is it something that I'm still eager to pursue? Um, and as soon as it's you know late spring, what stuff? You know, you could get them one of those. Um, what are they called? Anyway, the tall things that you put hot liquids in and you pump it out. Yeah, the thermos. Like, or, is it yeah. or a cur- sell hot chocolate? But, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. So have a hot chocolate stand. Mm-hmm. But then I'd have to. Then I'd have to go. Um, I'd have to go and and because it, it's all lemonade. It, it's the stand is all yellow and it's got lemons all over. Well, I'm sure you can find a temporary solution to decorate it for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want yeah. to do that? We could we could start. Well, we can try. I mean, they uh, they still talk about it all the time. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> they're eager to do it. Honestly, a lot of it's my fault because of my schedule and the way that my that just my own workaholism and all this other stuff. Um, you know, back when this idea, I mean, we it first we had to order all the stuff and get it all in, but then there was only a couple weeks that it would be make sense for them to sell lemonade. Um, but but I will tell you, some major ch- things have changed here in in my business and my focus and and so many other areas and so um i i definitely have a lot more time to spend on these kind of projects with them which is very awesome so yeah we could do uh that but i i just want to speak to this because you know i had shared about the lemonade stand and the ideas for that and of mm-hmm. course that story did come out and there was one even before that was another story that that had been out there somebody else had had an issue where they, you know, the kids got shut down. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? First and foremost, like I said, you don't always get where you, you want to go by following the rules. And so, by golly, my kids will be out there. And if somebody calls the police on them, what kind of cruddy, creepy people are those people? But chances are that could happen. And you know kind. what? If that happens, then by golly, it will be a learning experience for our children um, about the the uh what is it the the bureaucracy of government <laughs> and 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 how you know it, 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 i mean it, it'll be a reality of business mm-hmm. uh but what i mean the thing is 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 okay it's at that time we would sit down and say okay well let's let's investigate we need to we need to research how much would it cost to get us one of these pieces of paper that says you can sell 
lemonade here. Right. And we, who knows, we might inv- go and invest and buy a business license for 150 bucks or something like that. And, and say, okay, now let's put it back out there. And when the police come, it's like, like got a license, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, we'll take care of it from there. So, you know, I, out of those stories, I'm just, I just really feel bad that those kids let the fact that you need a license get in the way. I think that, you know, it would have been cool if they would have just said, okay, well, how much is a license? And, get right back to selling. You know, that, that's, that's, that's the only problem I see with those stories is when an obstacle comes your way, it's just like, oh, well, I guess I can't do that anymore. It's like, no, you, it's like, okay, well, so I need a license, you know? And, and then what you need to do is you need to evaluate. It's like, okay, well, I need this. Well, guess what? Uh, lemonade's not 50 cents anymore. It's a dollar 50, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 and the thing is, is, and then all of a sudden you advertise uh, legally licensed fresh lemonade, <laughs> you know, and, and you, you, you report to, it's like, if anybody ever says, uh, you know, well, gosh, man, a dollar 50 stuff. for a glass of lemonade. It's like, yeah, that was before the man. Yeah. That's because yeah. of the man. We had to, we yeah. had to buy a license so we could sit here. It was only going to be 50 cents, but, uh, yeah, that's funny stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Cliff. It is. I'll tell you, I, I think different. <laughs> defying gravity that's right that's right following yeah. the rules whatever as long because someone else says they're so as long as our kids don't land up in the back of the cruiser we'll be okay we'll be all right <laughs> uh anyway uh what, what's next katie i don't know katie katie hi cliff and stephanie this is katie from texas i'm calling um actually for pursuing a balanced life I was listening to you talk about the need to walk and how you're always at, at your desk. So I wanted to let you know what I bought actually in January of this year. I bought a Trex desk, and that's T-R-E-K desk. If you Google that, you'll see you know what this thing looks like. So basically it's, um, I stand while I work. It goes over a treadmill, and at the most, my treadmill goes 1.5 to 2.0 while I'm working, so it's really slow. But um, that helps because I, you know, I type and I'm using the computer, but I'm up and I'm out of the chair. And um, you know, sometimes I might look silly because I'll get tired of standing up and I'll put a chair on top of my treadmill <laughs> and sit down. But um, you might check it out. Um, might be something that. Um, especially where you're at, it gets cold. So might be something to check out. All right. Take care. All right, Katie, thank you so much. I know that was meant for uh, pursuing a balanced life, but since most of those actually happen out in the field, I figured I'd play it here. Uh, did you look up Trek yeah. Desk? I, I I looked it up as well. It, they look pretty cool. You, you, it does. you basically stand on a treadmill while you're working. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it looks pretty interesting. I, I don't think it's something that I would particularly be interested in. Right. I think really, though, what I'm looking at is potentially getting um, a software timer okay. that forces me to take a break every 20 minutes or something like that okay. to get up and walk around and stretch. Um, I, I've heard a lot about that. Um so there's that. And of course, the other thing is, is to, to, you know, instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to go out and get my intentional physical activity, you know, a minimum of one hour every day, you know, I, I could go out for, you know, it's like, you know what, I'm going to go out for a 20 minute walk four times a day, you know, and, and, and kind of do it that way. I know that it doesn't have the same caloric burn and, and impact, but it still has the fresh air 
the getting up and stretching throughout the day. And, and it certainly is not healthy to be sitting in front of a computer all day, every day. Right. And uh, so thank you for the feedback. Trek desk. I looked at it. It looks really interesting, but doesn't look like something that I personally would be interested in for my for my own work style. Right. I'm a I, I'm a lean in kind of grip my teeth and really get out of the way. Don't bother me. And I'm just like totally into my work. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but Katie, thank you so much. Kim is next on the line. All right. And uh, here's what Kim has to say. Hi, this is Kim from uh, West Virginia. And this is for um, family from the heart. And, um, I just wanted to uh, tell Stephanie that um, Cliff was was right. Yay! Don't don't tell him that. What was I um, right about? Anyway, the reason I'm really calling is that um, uh, Stephanie, I I love listening to Cliff. And I learn a lot from him, but um, you're the one that makes me laugh and makes me uh, nod my head, going, "Yeah, I've done that." And and I enjoy listening to you, um, even on shows that I probably don't have any reason to listen to, like full-time mom, since I'm not a mom, but I just enjoy uh, hearing about your life. And um, anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate your what you do, and um, thank you. And that's all. And God bless. Bye. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you, Kim. Although I want to know what I was right about. <laughs> what she said. What? People listen to you to gain entertainment or not entertainment, but oh, education. Did I say that? And, yeah. Oh. That's, what she, that's what she just said. Uh, yeah, I think I do remember that. But I'm the funny one. But you are the funny one. You're, you're the entertainment. I am. I'm the super serious, totally but- boring guy. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, we have one more piece of audio There's, feedback, but before. You know, my dad called um, Go ahead. me and my brother a show that he could take on the road. <laughs> what? So we had a bonfire a few months ago. Oh, yes. And um, my brother and I were having fun at our siblings at Spence. And yes, I'm not too old to admit that I do that. <laughs> And um, my dad said that was a show we could take on the road. Anyway, that's all. It gotcha. was funny. We were having fun. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we have one more piece of audio feedback. Before we do that, I want to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Uh, if you go to Mardell.com forward slash GSPN, you will find our featured products there. And un- at the bottom of the page, you'll see where it says recently mentioned products. Mm-hmm. And in the last episode, I talked about two books, All is Grace, um, a ragamuffin memoir of yes. Brennan Manning. And I also um, did um, talked about Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Uh, two books that I am currently reading. And uh, I am, uh, I think I'm on chapter six now of mm-hmm. Brennan Manning's. Uh, book and so far it has mostly been about his childhood which is extremely tragic uh and i'm i think i'm just now up to the point where he's 16 years old okay and talks about him and he start when he started drinking okay heavily and so that that's where i'm at in his memoirs um but um the 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 the, the way the 
book is written is written really well. I'm looking forward to getting into the the heart of this book because I, I happen to know what it's about and what its message is. And I'm looking forward to to reading it and being challenged by it. So I talked about All Is Grace in the last episode she of Family did. from the Heart. Uh, you can find it at mardell.com slash gspn in the most recently mentioned products section. And if you use promo code gspn in the shopping cart, you get 10% off, but you can get the 10% off by using promo code GSPN on anything from Mardell. And don't forget, it is December, Christmas time, and it's a wonderful place to go buy all of your gifts for people. So mm-hmm. there you go. All righty. Thank you, Mardell. And Absolutely. Jenny, are Always. you ready? For Jenny. This Always. is Jenny. Absolutely. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Jenny from Milwaukee. Um, I'm calling just with a general comment, or I guess it could go under family from the heart. But I'm really enjoying the show uh, Once Upon a Time, and it has some lost references in it. So if you guys haven't checked that out, I really think you would enjoy it. Um, And I, for one, would love hearing YouTube podcasts about it. So just a suggestion. Um, Thanks for all the good shows. Bye. All right, Jenny, thank you so much. I'm loving Once Upon a Time. We are watching Once Upon a Time. Total lost references. There are lots. There was an Apollo bar in the last episode. I saw the Apollo bar. Yes. It is a very decently written show. Uh, it, it's fun and enjoyable. It, it, mm-hmm. it, I mean, who couldn't love a, a show that's done extremely well? Right. And puts all fairy tale story characters together. all together I mean, in a town. On. This is a very good, well-written story. It's from J.J. Abrams. And um, as far is as... Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Because I know it's from... The writers of Lost. I think it's a J.J. Abrams. Is it J.J.? Uh, you can look it up. I'm, I am. And somebody else in the chat room, I'm sure, probably will be able to tell us as well to confirm that. But anyway, I, I would imagine I know, that it's... The person of interest that you're watching. I know person of interest is, which was. that should be back this week, right? Or is it not? Uh, it's not back tonight, no. Okay. Um, Eddie Kitsis from Lost wrote it, is what he's saying. But I wonder, is it a J.J. did? Is J.J. Abrams the uh, producer? It's not on his... Okay, then never mind. It's not on his um, IMDb page. Okay. Well, anyway, it, it, it is, it, it's, it's done extremely well. I was going to say, well. I don't remember seeing... No, because at the end of the episode, it's not Bad Robot. I, I would remember that. Okay. Bad I don't think robot. I see Bad Robot at the end of uh, Person of Interest, though. And I know that that's J.J. Abrams. Yeah, he's the executive producer of that. Okay. Anyway, still, Once Upon a Time is amazing. I don't think that we're going to do a, t- uh, a podcast about it, but I will tell you yeah. that I know Father Roderick is doing a show called The yeah. Secrets of Once Upon a Time. Something like that. So that that one, Father Roderick is doing that over at sqpn.com. Um, I know a, a friend of mine, his name is Jeff Roney, and he and his wife are doing a podcast on Once Upon a Time. Okay. and. I think some other people wrote me an email saying, hey, Cliff, are you going to do a Once Upon a Time podcast? Because if you are, I don't want to compete against you. So some other people are thinking about doing Once Upon a Time podcast. Um, it, it It's something I enjoy watching. It's something I enjoy watching with the family. It's not, some, it's not one of the shows where I'm like, ooh, wow, let's go and record a podcast about this one. Right. And I haven't felt that way about any television show recently. I, I just really haven't. I, I don't know why, but um, for right now, I, I I love the shows that we're currently producing, and and I'm really enjoying uh, 
producing shows about books that we're really passionate about. Yes. Which, by the way, you and I, we need to read another chapter of uh, Mockingjay, or I we need to do. read another one. We do. Yeah. Um. What? No, I was just looking at the the IMDb page for for um Once Upon a Time. I was just I love Jennifer Goodwin and the, she plays Snow White. She plays Snow White. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And Mary Margaret. Yeah. Who are the same person? Anyway. Um. Anyway, and then I saw, and then I saw the dude who who plays Rumpelstiltskin, and I was just thinking their makeup team needs to win an award for him because yeah. he's disgusting. He does look super creepy in that. He's gross. Anyway, it <gasps> once upon a time, if you guys haven't watched it on TV, go and find it online and and watch all the episodes that you've missed and start watching it. It it is really good. It is a great show, and and it's fun for the whole family. It really is fun for the entire family. It is. We all enjoy watching it together. Yeah. we do. We truly do. Alrighty, and uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Family from the Heart. Two episodes this week. Two episodes in one week. There you go. And it's all thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Mardell. Folks, we will be back again next week. Of course, uh, if you haven't uh, heard, we have switched our live show schedule around a little bit. If you go to gspn.tv slash live, you should be able to see the schedule there. But uh, we're recording now at 12.30 in the afternoon eastern time 12 30 p.m eastern time is our new time slot for family from the heart which is really cool because i come with lots of energy because i get to eat lunch now you do Woo! lunch on thursdays wow whoa what a concept anyway folks we want to thank you for tuning in thank you mardell for sponsoring this podcast and until next time everybody we encourage you to join the community community. Ha <laughs>